Hey, podcast listener. Are you working so hard you wonder if the money is even worth it? If you're like most CPAs I work with, you have way too much to do, you feel relentless deadline pressure, and worst of all, you feel torn between serving clients and being with family. What if I told you you could work a 40-hour week without losing a dime? I know it sounds impossible, but my Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is designed for CPAs just like you who want to get their lives back. Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is launching soon. In it, you'll learn how to start getting your time back week by week, make your workload manageable while still bringing in plenty of revenue, what to put in your packages and how to price them, and so much more. Don't leave your future to chance. CPA Mastermind will get you on the same profitable path you've been searching for. With unlimited coaching, your success is guaranteed. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there. Welcome to the She Thinks Big podcast, where you'll hear from women entrepreneurs who are doing good in the world, from spark to screw up to success. Thinking big is in their core. It's in yours and it's in mine. I've traveled to 50 countries and seven continents, done an Ironman, and co-founded a company that has generated millions of dollars for sustainability. My name is Geraldine Carter, and I'm delighted to share with you conversations and coaching with amazing women. Time to get inspired and grow your impact. Hey ladies, it is so nice to be back behind the mic. I've been away from the mic for a couple of months now, though you wouldn't have noticed, right? Because I did a bunch of batch recording a few months ago and have been enjoying taking a break from podcasting and from recording. It no doubt is a lot of work, which I totally love, but it's still a lot of work. And taking a break from it allows me to take a step back and take stock of where all of you are in your businesses. What do you need from this podcast as something that is enjoyable and helpful to you in your businesses and in your life? And it allows me to refresh a bit and to say, okay, here's where I'm going with the podcast for the next eight weeks, 12 weeks, and so on. And I get to come back to it with renewed energy and renewed excitement. Part of the break too, was that I went to France with my family for two weeks and it was awesome. It was so fun. (laughs) We rented a farmhouse in Southwest France that had like four bedrooms and slept, I don't know, 20 or something. And everybody showed up. Well, almost everybody. And a little bit of background. My mom is French and her four siblings still live in France, which means all my cousins live in France. And now all of their kiddos, of course, all live in France. So we had what's called a cousinade which is like a cousin party, (laughs) which in English we would just call like a family reunion, but it's way more fun to call it a cousin party. So we had a cousin party, which meant that for two days in a row, we had the lunch table set for 30, right? And this is like yummy food, the full deal, seven courses set for 30. And it was awesome. And the experience of having been to France and come back is the genesis of this episode, protecting your attention. Because here's what I noticed while I was away. And I actually didn't notice it when I was away as much as I did when I came back. And I'll back up even a little bit and say that, okay, I have a little bit of a cell phone addict. And John and I talk about it and I know that it's a problem. And I also take 
intentional steps to put my cell phone down and like stop having it be so tethered to my wrist. Um, and I genuinely want that, right? Like I, I don't want to be addicted and I don't want to have it be tethered to my wrist. Right. And it, I do find it challenging to sometimes put it down. Um, cause I want to check the weather and I want to know if there's going to be thunderstorms tomorrow so we can plan on if we're going to the pool or not. Right. Like there's all these reasons to just sort of habitually pick up your phone that are, um, that appear to have very solid justifications. <laughs> so when we were headed to France and when we arrived, I intentionally knew that I was not going to get a data plan. John got one so that he could help navigate cause he navigates, I drive and that was super useful, but I was like, how about I just not get a data plan and I need to take a break and disconnect. So that was one piece of it. And the other thing that I noticed was when we had the table set for 30, there was not a smartphone to be seen, right? There was not a single smartphone around. They weren't lying around on the side tables. They weren't kind of stuck up on the shelf. They definitely were not on the table itself where we were eating. And nobody had a phone that they were like quietly sort of surreptitiously checking underneath the tablecloth, right? There were no phones around. And I didn't really notice it at the time because partly because, you know, it's been a while. It's been a few years. It's been at least five years since the last time I went to France. And before that, there were barely even cell phones. Like they definitely weren't smartphones before. So that habit of having smartphones at the table was just never a thing. But even now that smartphones have arrived, at least in my family, I have no idea about others. There were not 30 smartphones around the table. <laughs> And I really wasn't that conscious of it until I came back to the U.S., you know, and I was like, well, we're all on vacation, you know, people are away from work. I didn't, but I didn't really think about it. And it wasn't until I got back to the U.S. where I noticed that familiar posture of people with their head cocked sideways and the arm out and the thumb doing that sort of swipey scrolly motion. And I was like, oh yeah, this, I remember this. And what I noticed for the first week that I was back, and we've now been back for 10 days, for the first week back, my mind was super quiet. And I did a lot of really great work last week. And it was super easy and super flowy. And I was just kind of in and out of the moment. And things were like, there was just an ease and a simplicity and a quietness that I really enjoyed. And then a few things happened in my own work. And a few more things happened <laughs> and the sort of uh, volume and quantity of notifications started to return to its previous levels. <laughs> and I can still see this super clearly that I have in my mind's eye. I can picture the drop down of Facebook notification, that little drop down pop out window that lists out all the people who have commented, like shared da, 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 your stuff on Facebook. And it was the moment that I could see it pop into my mind's eye that I was like, oh my God, no, I'm back. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> and this is part of what I want to address today, which is protecting your mind from the glut, the garble of information of notifications, comments, and likes that we get all day long throughout our workday. So we live in an information age. 
Anything we want is available within two days via Amazon Prime. And any information that we want is available within two seconds via Google search. So we have this constant swirl of on-demand anything. And to a degree, demand induces demand, right? Demand begets demand. Because the more products you buy, the more notifications you get. (laughs) The more notifications you get, then the more you're sort of back on your computer looking at stuff. And it easily occupies an outsized portion of our attention. And the problem with that is that this preoccupation of all things, notifications, likes, comments, shares, and so on, is that it is in direct conflict with us doing our best work. And it's already challenging enough for us to do our best work just as it is, right? Never mind the constant preoccupation with the glut, the fire hose of not super important detailed information that we get throughout the day. So the question becomes, how can you better protect your attention? And some of you might already be throwing your arms up in the air being like, but I have to be on social media. My business requires it. And I totally get that. Right. And a lot of us have heard out there sort of, you should get off social media messages. And I'm not here to provide that to you today. That's absolutely not the message that I'm going to send you. I do not want this, nor do I want this to be another lecture on why social media is bad for you, nor do I want to sound sanctimonious because yuck, who wants that? And besides, <laughs> I have my own private Facebook group, right? The She Thinks Big Facebook group. And it's not entirely useful to be so black and white, right? Most of us, many of us need or use social media for business and personal uses that is in many ways beneficial to us. So to have the conversation around, should I get off? Should I stay on or should I get off is binary. It's either or. And I don't think it serves you. So what I want is to help you assess what's the best way for you to protect your mind and your attention so you can do your best work. Right. So let's go back to this line of thinking, right, that social media is useful to many of you in many ways. And that is from the personal side, you share photos of your kids with the grandparents. You keep in touch with your college friends. And on the business side, it's an incredible resource for connecting and networking. It is a treasure trove of information and expertise. And you can find a solution to just about any business challenge that you're facing. You might be in professional groups, you might use it to promote your courses, or maybe you use it to research a certain illness, or maybe you're in a support group of people who have the same thing as you. You know, there are infinite valuable reasons and uses of social media, but use begets use. The thing begets more of the thing, right? Love begets more love. You put more, you put love in the system, you get more love from the system, Traffic and cars begets more traffic, right? More cars and traffic means more roads get built, which means more traffic. It's induced demand. Or if you have little kiddos, maybe you remember that sleep begets sleep. When a kiddo is overtired, it's hard for them to sleep. So if you have them nap during the day and have them sleep more, then it's easier for them to sleep more during the night. Sleep begets sleep, right? Facebook use begets Facebook use. The more you use Facebook, the more you use Facebook. 
Because how many of you have had the experience of being like, oh, I posted this image. Now I want to go back and see how many people liked and commented on this image. And then they comment on the image and then you comment on their comment, right? And it just becomes this spiral or this continuing loop of like, the more I use Facebook, the more I use Facebook. And back to the problem, it's getting in your way of doing your best work. So some examples and some quasi made up examples from the types of people that I work with, say you're a CPA and you're deep inside a tax return trying to compare situations and say, if I run a client's taxes as if they're married filing jointly, or do I run the married filing separately, which way yields the better tax return? And, you know, you're holding a bunch of questions in your head and some details and some numbers in your mind about like, oh, I have to remember to consider this thing. And, oh, if I file that way, then maybe I've got to consider if they get this other credit and so on and so forth. Or say that you are a healthcare practitioner, healthcare provider, right? You're a nurse or physical therapist. Say you're meeting with a patient, right? And you're trying to get to the bottom of their illness or injury. You're trying to rule out possible causes, you have a bunch of questions queued up in your mind. Like maybe it's this, if it's this, they would be showing this symptom and this other symptom and this other symptom, and they would definitely not be showing that symptom, right? So you have a bunch of if then kind of questions queued up in your brain to try and rule things out by process of elimination to try and figure out, you know, what might be the cause of their injury or illness. Say you're a marriage and family therapist, and you have a couple in front of you and you're trying to help them work through some of their challenges, your best work is staying present with them while they work through their difficulties, not just the problem itself, but you're listening at a much deeper level to try and get to the underlying causes of the problem. Your ability to do your best work is directly tied to your ability to focus your attention where it matters most and to hold perhaps a list or a queue of thoughts and questions in your mind. So the question for you is, what does your attention need in terms of self-care in order to be able to do its best work? Another question is, how can I not get distracted by social media? But anytime we put a question in the negative, it focuses on the negative, like the thing that we're avoiding rather than the thing that we're trying to create. So I would flip that question and say, how can I stay focused on what's most important? How can I leverage the value that social media offers while also protecting and prioritizing my attention span? And back to the binary way that sometimes we can set this up or frame this for ourselves, we ask the question as, should I stay on social media or should I get off it? In coaching jargon, we ask, what's the both and, right? And that is just jargon for how can you have both this and that? Because so often we set things up in our mind as either or. I either can have this or I can have that. I can either have my attention span or I can be on social media, but I can't have both, right? So in coaching jargon, it's what's the both and how can you have, how can you have both your attention span and be on social media in a way that works for you? So when I came back from France, what I noticed for myself was that it became abundantly clear that protecting my own attention span has renewed importance. 
and the value of it has been highlighted to me once again. So the way that it works for me, how can I protect my own attention span while being on social media in a way that works for me is to return to my habit of quiet sitting for 12 minutes every morning, because I notice without a doubt that my coaching is better. I'm more insightful. I see things more clearly in sharper focus and my insights are more spot on and my coaching is tighter and more crisp when my mind is quiet and clear compared to when it's scattered, herky-jerky, discombobulated, scrambled and going boing, 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 all over the place. Like that's not, I don't do my best coaching from that place. And one of my favorite sayings from the Buddha, or maybe it's a Zen proverb, who knows who said it first, but it's, you should sit in meditation for 20 minutes a day, unless you're too busy, then you should sit for an hour. Hey ladies, I'm jumping in here for a minute to share with you a way that you can get even more value out of these podcast episodes. And that is a series of three webinars designed for you CPAs, accountants, and bookkeepers. You all are doing great work for your own clients. And as a business owner, it's not always possible for you to see the picture when you're in the frame. It can be easy to see that it's possible for your business to grow, but hard to see exactly how, especially when you're caught up in the day-to-day. The three biggest challenges I see my own clients, some of whom are CPAs, bookkeepers, and CFOs, struggling with are number one, how to fill your calendar with the right clients. It's one thing to fill your calendar with clients, but your business really changes when you can fill your calendar with the right clients. The second challenge I see my clients struggling with is clarifying their goals and laying out the right steps to reach these goals. Too often, goals stay murky and the strategy to get there is akin to throwing wet spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks. I promise you, you and I can come up with a more effective strategy than wet spaghetti. And the third challenge is creating clear and strong business boundaries. Just like healthy relationships happen when people have clear and strong boundaries, healthy businesses happen when clients and business owners have strong and clear boundaries. Blurry and weak boundaries are a drag on your time, energy, and finances. If any of these topics are of interest to you, check out the three-part webinar series coming up three Wednesdays in August, the 14th, 21st, and 28th. You can find out more about them at shethinksbigcoaching.com, on Facebook at shethinksbigbusinesscoaching, and go to events, or from my subscriber list, which if you're not on it, you can go to my website and subscribe to get on the e-newsletter list. These three webinars are all free for you to create more value and more profit in your business. Hope to see you there. Oh, and I have, (laughs) and I have one more story for you before I wrap up. And that is that as I sat down to write this episode and I actually, I stand at my desk. So, but as I, you know, I pull up to my desk and I bust out a sheet of paper and I write across the top, protecting your attention, 047. I'm like, okay, here I go. I'm diving into writing this episode and I write no fewer than like, or no more than like 10 to 15 words on the sheet of paper before my neighbor's dog starts barking. And I'm like, oh my God, I cannot think about writing an episode when I, when my neighbor's dog is barking. So 
I go out onto the back deck and I try and cajole Sadie into sitting in her dog bed in the shade. And then on my way back in, back to my desk, I pass the coffee table and there's an envelope from Montana Public Radio on the coffee table. And I'm like, oh, I could probably put this right in the recycling bin. I mean, I totally love Montana Public Radio and I'm a supporter. And they also send out mailers. And I'm like, I probably don't need this one right now. But as I'm walking back through the hallway, I'm like, well, I could just open it up and see what's inside. So I open it up and I see what's inside. And I'm like, oh, 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 it's the schedule for the summer and the fall. And I don't want to miss the summer symphony in the park. I love that one. I missed it last August and it's probably coming up soon. I better check and see when it is. And I'm sitting here like pulling apart the contents of the envelope <laughs> inside this, inside the thing from Montana Public Radio. And I'm like, Oh my God, look at me. Like I've got one sheet of paper on my desk that says protect your attention underlined. <laughs> and here I am looking for the date of the symphony in August. And I'm like, Geraldine, protect your attention, protect it. Like this is what we're talking about, right? So I want you to know that I know how easy it is to lose focus, even when you truly want to focus. Never mind when you don't want to focus because you'd rather procrastinate because you'd rather avoid doing the thing that needs doing. And because a bottomless pit of procrastination is a mouse click away, right? So I know how hard it is to maintain focus, even when it's really important for us, even when it's really important to us and we genuinely want to maintain focus. And this is why I'm kind of harping on the social media, the notifications, the likes, the shares, the, you know, like all the little bells that go off that create this discombobulated, scattered, harebrained, jumbled, herky-jerky, pinball-y sensation inside your brain that get in the way of you doing your best work. And I bring this up because... What I want for you, what I want for everybody and what I want for all of my listeners is to have full and rich lives that they love and where they're thriving and where their businesses are successful and their businesses are an enjoyable experience that sure have their challenges, but on balance, they really love and find fulfilling. And I want people to be thinking bigger about what's possible and what we all can create as individuals and together in this world. And these tiny little bites of information that scramble our minds get in the way of that or reduce our ability to be at our absolute best. So that's why I bring all this up. And I don't have a prescription for you. I don't have an answer for you about what you should do. You know yourself best. You know your life best. You know your business best. It's for you to come up with your own answer. So the questions that I leave you with in order to find your own answer are how can I leverage the value offered by social media and all the digital tools while also protecting my mind and my attention? What does your best work require from your mind, your focus and your attention? And the last one, what does your attention span need from you in terms of self-care? All right, ladies, that's it for me for today. Before you go, though, a couple quick reminders. One of them is that if you're listening live, there are still two webinars that you could listen in on. One of them is Proactive KPIs, How to Create and Reach Your Goals. And the second one is How Business Boundaries Create More Revenue. If you're curious about those, head on over to my website, shethinksbigcoaching.com, where you can register. 
And if you enjoyed this episode, I hope you'll share it with a friend or someone else you think might find value from it. When you share an episode, everybody wins. Your friend wins because they get something that's useful. I win because I get more listens and downloads. And you win because when you share something of value, you look good. So when you share an episode, everybody wins. That's it from me for today. I will see you next week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there.